0: Well, here's the real, if you're talking about sewing costumes, here's a real domestic question. Do you save the innards of the pumpkin and roast pumpkin seeds, or do you buy pumpkin pie pumpkins and make pumpkin pies? Mm -mm, That's a bridge too far. I'm sorry. I don't do it. (laughs) I know people that do, and they
1: sound lovely and amazing, and I know it's not hard, but no. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Advice Not Given podcast. Each week, we share unfiltered, truth-telling conversations between two friends. You're invited to eavesdrop as we give each other the advice you didn't ask for, but wish you did. We're your hosts, Kelly Artis and Claire Wood of Millspo Gurus, and this is Advice Not Given.
0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to this episode of the Advice Not Given podcast. We've got a special surprise for you today. And that surprise is we are not going to use two words on this entire episode, and those two words are pandemic and politics and you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) we both decided that we we are tired of talking about them at least for now I'm sure next week or the week after we'll jump back in but we felt like we just for our sanity and maybe for yours we needed a break and we needed something take a break yeah so a little lightness a little levity a little seasonal discussion and so we've decided to call this episode fall or Halloween this or that and we have some fun little lists we're gonna go through and kind of bounce off of one another. And um, we hope that you enjoy this. And this feels fun. And we're also going to have in our Instagram stories, by the time you hear this, a way for you to vote on some of these this or that's as well. Yes, y'all. We just let's have fun. (laughs) Let's
1: escape and pretend. All right. So we've got three big categories. We're going to talk about fall feels. We're going to talk about clothing slash um, warm things. And then we're going to talk about Halloween cuz that's fast approaching and I think we all have some decisions to make. I know I do cuz I am dragging right. my feet <laughs> with everything. So, I'm trying to use this as a jump start to get me in the mood, right? Okay. So, yes, Claire, let's start out with our first category, which is fall feels. All right. So, this we're going to start with I think I'm going to jump in with the thing that most people know, the P word that most people talk about when it comes to this time of year, and that's our dear pumpkin spice lattes. So, Are we a pumpkin spice latte fan or an apple cider fan?
0: I'm a both. I am a no Starbucks pumpkin spice. I'm just pretty much, since we lived at Fort Polk and like all we had was Starbucks, it just turned me off to their like sweetness and their, I don't know, bitterness of their coffee. So I will usually buy like one of Coffee Mate pumpkin spice creamer Uh, to add to my coffee, mm -hmm. but I love some apple cider and I actually have some in my fridge now I'm waiting to do in my big clear container store, um, little carafe thing, a little spritzer with some sparkling water and some cut up apple slices and some both I'm team both. What about you cider? Like, yeah, I'm with you. Like PSL has been overplayed
1: (laughs) and it does have, Mm -hmm. I can like taste it. Um, mm, I don't know. I don't, it's not, it's not, I'm not a fan. I like pumpkin, everything else. Mm -hmm. I like pumpkin cheesecake. Mm -hmm. It's like my favorite dessert, but like, yeah, I think cider is way more. This is fall. You know what I mean? Like it screams like you cannot be doing. And it takes me back immediately to. I can't remember if it was like a pumpkin patch or something that my parents took us to when we were little and they had a little shed that you could go and get some cider while you walked around. And that's just, I, you know, like it's there that's anchored. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm so, actually apple cider. Okay, cool. Um, So let's see what else. Okay. So speaking of, would you rather go to a pumpkin patch to pick pumpkins or go to an apple orchard and pick
0: apples? So I'm thinking back to all the many years that we actually did both of these things when my kids were little Ultimately, I'm going to go apple because I find that the desserts that they have afterwards at an apple uh, farm are far superior yeah. because the one we went to had apple slushies made of cider, apple fritters, apple butter you could buy. I used to buy a big, was a bushel of apples and I would take it home and make my own apple butter. So I'm oh, team yeah. apple okay. picking. Cool. What about you? Oh, I love
1: apple butter though. You just reminded me. Um, I'm going to say pumpkin patch just because I don't know if I've ever been to an apple orchard and like. Properly picked apples. So I don't know what I'm missing. I guess uh, I really enjoy pumpkin ice cream. That's uh, to your point. <laughs> Ooh,
0: I've never had there's that. There's a There's
1: a farm here in North Carolina that does this really. They do awesome ice creams of all flavors, but this time of year they do their pumpkin, and it's fantastic. And my kids love that the good. pumpkin cannon. Have you seen those where you can shoot a cannon? Or they? yeah <laughs> Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's always fun. So. Speaking of pumpkin patches, um, I follow and love Simon Holland on Instagram. I don't know if you follow him, but he had a really good one a couple weeks ago. He's the one that just writes like it's a white background and it's just a typed caption. And it's kind of like an homage to middle age and the one he had it said um i'm at a pumpkin patch with my family is $48 a good deal for a pumpkin it totally is Oh, you pay so much for a pumpkin that you could get for like $3 right. at the grocery okay, store okay yeah That's but it's the that's a, it's the experience
1: that's a life hack for sure i realized not too long ago that you could buy the same freaking gourds and pumpkins at the grocery store that are not as expensive so hmm There you go. All right. Uh, what about decorating? Let's talk decor in your house. Like, so do you decorate only for fall and try to stretch it? Are you theme specific per holiday?
0: Again, I know I'm dating myself here. When my kids were younger, I did both. I did a lot of fun little Halloween spooky things, displayed a lot of their little art from preschool. Now I don't really do a whole lot of decorating for any fall holidays. I have a white pumpkin in my house Mm. and I'm kind of decorating with um, like little, my coffee corner, like um, consumable things and a candle. But I would say more fall than Halloween specific. What about you? So I
1: feel like that answer is exactly what will fit in a Instagram shot. (laughs) It's like all you need. (laughs) Um, I am, I, my, my husband mentioned the other day and I got kind of mad at him, but (laughs) he was like, we don't even have a pumpkin out. And I was like, we don't, we don't. do we need to go buy pumpkins and yeah. yeah um but he's right we are really not doing well this year usually though I will do a, kind of a base decor like that mm-hmm. and then just switch out little elements of it uh for right. each season so I would not definitely not consider myself to be like any kind of over the top decorator. Um, and we literally put up Halloween decorations, usually the day of Halloween. Cause I'm just, that's how I, right. that's how I roll.
0: So <laughs> they, they, well, sure. we're living on post and I'm telling you, I have never seen the like of Halloween decorations oh. to the point that I'm wondering, where do you keep all of right. that in the off season? Like 10 yeah. foot inflatables, um, deathly, scary, terrifying clown things music yeah the little led light things i mean it's a it's kind of fun because i've been taking a lot of my walks in the evening and everybody's it's all lit up and it's it'll be fun, fun. for the kids
1: yeah my kids yeah. love driving around and they see like they'll, they'll call them spooky houses or or something and they're mm-hmm. like oh my god and it's literally like one little spider web on a bush and
0: they're like yeah. oh my god that's
1: amazing <laughs> <laughs> I'm very easily impressed because the bar is low here. Um, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So well, well, I think that's, well, just one last note. I think that's part of why, obviously, my kids are outgrowing it some, but I don't feel the need to have to do it because everybody around me does. Yeah. And I get to still enjoy it yeah. without the expense or the effort or storing it all. So I mean, let's be real. Life hack. The other people
1: need that glory. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they need that. They do. And we're going to let yeah. them have it. It's fine. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So another fall feel kind of ambiance sort of atmosphere choice. Um, Do you crank the heat up in the fall or do you
0: leave it super low and pile on the blankets? We try to hold out as long as possible. And I will tell you at the time of this recording, it is October 18th and we have had our heat on for one day, but we have it turned down to like 65 and... Yeah, I I just, we all get so stuffy and dried out once we turn it on. So we try to hold out as long as possible. Mm -hmm. Really more team blanket.
1: Team, I'm team blanket too, man. I freaking love a blanket and I love being very like stationary. Like I don't want to move and you know how you get that warmth, like kind of in Mm -hmm. your like little pocket, whatever you're in. Yeah. i like, don't let any air in. Just leave me be. I stick my hand out for the remote, you know, or something or my phone. Um, We actually haven't turned our heat on yet. Um, and I'm with you. We hold out as long as we can. But it's interesting because our house houses, um, we have a furnace and right. uh, radiators, which is, it pushes water through the house. It's, it, they're freaking amazing. Um, they're very, yeah. very, very, very old. And I'm super nervous that I don't know how much longer we'll have them. I have officially ran mm-hmm. out of people who will service my furnace. Mm-hmm. I've called everyone in town. Um, so if it goes out, it's done. Like there's no more there's no more radiators that work. Um, right. So I'm just crossing my fingers. And it's kind of that we're scared to turn it on at this point because we don't right. know if it's gonna work. Don't know what it's gonna Yeah. yeah so, but sense. but I do love them when they're on. But for now, it's just crisp enough. To not. Um, we just wear sweatshirts, you know, and socks. <laughs> and yeah. I just bought my kids new slippers so they stop complaining. And um, yeah, we're, we're definitely.
0: Speaking of slippers, this to me is so funny. I have bought this year both of my daughters full on, like not fleece, but what's like chenille, I guess, chenille cloth robes and those <laughs> yeah. girls get home from school every day and they come take off like school yeah. clothes, put on comfortable like sweatpants and they wrap up in their robes like it. 60, 70 year old Oh, women. I love it.
1: So it's funny. We, were, you we know. were at Target today and we saw a robe and I sat and petted it. I pet all the things, right? Like yeah. you can't help it. Now yeah. in stores, everything Sherpa and you know, all that. Mm-hmm. Stuff. So I'm just like walking around rubbing stuff and I stopped at a robe and they were like, oh, grandma would love that. Like that's what they equate robes with like yeah, like
0: grandma your grandma love you mom we just we're all five just really like cozy yeah. people like we love us some comfortable blankets and sweatshirts oh, and yes yeah. so good I'm all for all yeah of it. I'm, I'm with you there um okay
1: what else let's see let's move on let's go that's a good lead-in to clothing so we, we started talking about <laughs> robes that's awesome um what
0: about sweaters or sweatshirts sweatshirts. And I've got a little quick aside on this. When we moved from Fort Jackson to Fort Polk, December of 2017, the only thing, the only thing that did not make it in the PCS was a tub of sweaters that I had collected Aww. over years. Right. And oh, I'm that's like, are, that's oh expensive man, the, too. Like, that's Yeah. Like, tell me lost. about it. Tell oh. me about it. But you know what I discovered? I haven't added many sweaters back into my wardrobe. Hmm. I, I think for the way like I'm built and the way they hang on me, I don't love them. And they itch, and then I get hot, and I'm always layering them anyway. Yep. So I have naturally become a sweatshirt person. And I was telling you offline before we recorded, I have regular sweatshirts. I have long sweatshirts. I have sweatshirt dresses. I have sweatshirt cardigans. I mean, every, every iteration of a sweatshirt that is available, I have one and I love them.
1: I love that. I've so finally discovered that really soft material, like that mm-hmm. soft sweatshirts. And they don't hold up real well, but <laughs> they're so great. Um, I like a hoodie. I love a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I actually still.
0: And this is a perfect year for <sighs> like full permission to wear them Absolutely. anywhere and everywhere. Yeah.
1: And it, like, you're right. They're classing up sweatshirts now for Zoom calls. I found a sweatshirt mm-hmm. with like puffy sleeves at Target today. <laughs> like it had like a, yeah. like a little flare on the shoulder. You know what I mean? And like, like uh-huh. a cu-
0: I'm like, okay, I'm here for that. That's cool. Um, listen, I have a sweatshirt blazer. <laughs> if you would believe that, <laughs> don't have anywhere I, to wear it. Okay, I mean, you just wear it around the house. It's sort of like a cute, but yeah, cute. every, everything is sweatshirt approved. I really days. think
1: that we're not in the, we're, I've never really lived in a climate where a proper sweater was warranted. Um, so I don't think that I have an appreciation. So you're right. I'm with you. Like, and I have a couple sweater jacket, like coat, like long, Mm -hmm. like sweaters that actually I got more use in California, believe it or not than here, because just, it just hit the right temperature that often. Right. But, um, it gets itchy and it does get hot and I don't think, but like somewhere like England or I was watching call the midwives the other day and they were Mm -hmm. in Scotland and it was just wet and foggy and cold looking and they all had those feral, like wool sweaters, but those bad boys are like warm like that's the only way you stay warm so I get it I get it but yeah, I'm definitely a sweatshirt as well I think um okay I'm gonna let you post the next so let's talk about footwear but you give you okay. give your your your
0: choices okay so this is a two-part one the first one I'm gonna ask are you booty or boot like I'm saying not functional but more cute like a tall boot, an ankle boot a knee boot or just a booty, little cuff, you know, short booty that you can almost even wear without socks. So between those two, what are you? And then I've got a part two of it.
1: I will say the the set of boots that I own that get the most wear are some little like motorcycle, flat, ankle Mm -hmm. high boots, but they're leather. So they're not like is that where you're, right. that's where you're going,
0: right? Yeah. Like, okay. I don't know how where mm-hmm. that lands, but <laughs> those are probably my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Same. I tend to wear more booties, but I will tell you this week when I was out shopping, do you know what is, I mean, maybe it hasn't ever gone away like Birkenstocks, but you know it's back with a vengeance? Doc Martens. Yes. Did really? You have, did you have Doc
1: yes, Martens? Yes, I
0: absolutely did. Oh my God. That's exciting. Like the actual brand or the yes. knockoffs. Uh, No, well, both. But the actual brand, like I saw this huge display and they had black and burgundy and white. And I was joking with my daughter who's 15, who wears a shoe size, like a size and a half smaller than me. I was like, hey, you should ask for a pair of those for your birthday, but get them in my size. (laughs) You can grow into them. I can wear them now and I can have them if you outgrow them. And And she like gave me this side eye like what? They're better when (laughs) they've got some wear in them too. Like tell her you'll break them in for her. (laughs) Yes. As a matter of fact, Ryan, Ryan's, um, I was in his parents' little attic area the last time we were there and he still has his high school, (gasps) so maybe we should just grab those. Or Timberland. Remember
1: to everybody wore Timberlands? Mm -hmm. Oh my God.
0: Mm -hmm. So speaking of boots, do you, are you team rain boot, team snow boot, team ug like other boots Mm -hmm. like what what type of other boots do you have in your collection
1: i regularly wear my sperry duck boots um Mm -hmm. really love them i kind of wish i had gotten the insulated ones because i just got like Mm -hmm. a bare you know regular rain boots and thought that i bought them big enough to wear thick socks but i did not so occasionally it snows here like it's very rare but i thought they would double as a as a north carolina snow boot um right they're they're not really up for the task but i love a good snow boot i just have never needed one Mm -hmm. so right yeah
0: same i bought two years ago i bought some sorrel boots that are similar they're they are lined but they're like for a very mild winter so you can wear a regular sock and they keep your feet warm and they are waterproof but they're definitely not like fur all the way up like for a nebraska winter (laughs) anything
1: love it yep Hey friend, quick break to tell you about a few things that we have going on for the fall season. We've been talking and we want to hang out with you. (laughs) We're going to introduce a new monthly hangout open to our lovely supporters on Patreon and we're calling it group therapy. Asterix. We are not therapists. It is not actual group therapy. We just thought it was a fun play Uh, and we don't know about you guys, but we need it. So once a month, we're going to host a Skype hangout, but you can join us face-to-face and to kick us off. We'll do an Enneagram and ask us anything. Uh, parenting, maybe we'll talk about homeschooling, pick Claire's brain on that, uh, and really just whatever you guys are into and what you're thinking about. So we're also thinking of a book club. So if those things are interesting to you, check us out, patreon.com slash millsfo gurus for more. Also, we have revamped the Becoming Your Own Guru e-course. If you are a new follower of the podcast, we encourage you to check that out. It is an awesome tool and resource if you are interested in learning more about the Enneagram, but mostly more about the Enneagram as it pertains to military spouse life, challenges, triumphs, all of that. So we actually combined kind of our years of experience and pumped it all through an Enneagram filter. So you can learn more about your type, what your type might look like in the different stressors and environments that we find ourselves in and how to navigate transitions effectively. So that you can find on millspokegurus.com slash ecourse. Okay. Let's jump into Halloween because okay. I want to give some backstory here. <laughs> So I'm in all these fun, awesome, amazing groups online, right? Like, you know, there's a group for everything and I've landed in this group and we're all talking now. It's, it's actually called, um, ex evangelical. So we all kind of grew up in the same sort of culture slash environment and not saying like, I'm not passing judgment whatsoever, but and we grew up not practicing or celebrating Halloween at all. Now we did a, a dress up contest, um, on Halloween Day, that call, we called it a Fall Festival or like a Harvest Festival, or mm-hmm. we all dressed up. It was mm-hmm. Halloween. We just didn't call it Halloween. So let me guess, was it called a Hallelujah Night? No, that's cute. though. <laughs> no, so I, we're gonna. I'm gonna pick a little fun at this, but y'all please don't hear anything but love in it. <laughs> um, I uh, yeah. So we just we just didn't we didn't trick or treat. My parents, my mom would drive us around the neighborhood and let us see the other kids and like what they were dressed up as.
0: Oh, that's almost like like, me. Makes it worse. (laughs) But then we go home, we turn
1: lights off, we hide. So nobody came to the door. Okay. (laughs) That's great. And like, so my sister and I talk about this all the time. We're like, oh my God. So we go crazy. Like, we're like, yes, all the Halloween. So a lot of my answers are going to clearly reflect the fact that I was a deprived little
0: child. (laughs) Well, I have a question. Now that your mom is a grandmother to you and your sister and their kid, your your children, is she still anti Halloween well, or does yeah, she approve? She gets into it. I mean, I
1: guess I don't know. Okay. Ever, it's not like one she'll come up and visit for. You know, like right. But
0: she, yeah, no, I think she's fine with it. It's just what's the well, it's, it's funny because I had the, I had the opposite experience, and I also grew up in a very fairly strict church. Although I have more memories of one particular person at our church that was very against it and kind of judged other mm. people for celebrating it. But my mom's birthday is on Halloween. Oh, like hard. happy birthday, mom, yeah. October 31st. So, and her mom is October 14th, her sister's October 21st. Mm-hmm. So every year Halloween was kind of a dual celebration for our family. That's when we got together for my mom's birthday oh, my. and the house was full of people and mom made chili and like, it was this whole huge thing. Um, but it's funny to me because growing up, and I'm sure my mom and dad bought us re- legitimate, like real costumes, but I, I grew up in the era where we made oh, yeah. homemade costumes. I can, I can do that. So we were a punk, I was a punk rocker one year. One year, my brother and I were California raisins and we wore big purple, like trash bags <gasps> filled with tissue paper yeah. and black leggings and sunglasses. So we, we grew up in that era. And then now as a parent, my kids, they love it. And we kind of go all out for costumes. Cause I feel like why not? I, know. You know, it's fun. I know, I know. So yeah, I'm
1: full in full support of my kids going out trick or treating. So that could be the first one we, we're, we've established that we definitely uh, celebrate Halloween. But um, yeah, it's so funny, like going to college, though, like being the kid that goes to college for the first time. And mm-hmm. my birthday is October 27th. So I'm right there in the week long oh, celebration, yeah. like we call it a week, a birthday week, right? Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a lot of fun with Halloween. <laughs> As as a college kid slash uh, adult and even still, I don't dress up as well. Okay, actually, let's go. Let's go back to my list. Okay, ready. So first up, trunk or treat or trick or treat.
0: Usually both, but. Probably more years than not, trick or treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're trick or treat as well. We love our
1: neighborhoods so fun. It is so, it's so, and somehow we've always landed in those kinds of neighborhoods too, where it's like a big deal. Mm-hmm. The funniest thing was when we moved, we lived in Virginia, um, in Alexandria, in this like suburb, kind of a swanky suburb. They let us in, you know, whatever, but <laughs> we, we, um, Ran out of candy, like not. I mean, it was late. It was like 9 o'clock. Like it was not mm-hmm. an unacceptable time to run out of candy. But then we just sat on the front yard, you know, with a little bonfire and said, "Hey, the neighbors." Were, yeah. Um. And we just had to tell the kids, like, "Sorry, we're out." You know. Um. This man walked up to us, like, "I'm sorry. Were you not briefed?" What? <laughs> he was like, uh, "Someone should have told you how much candy to buy." I was like, "You're very welcome."
0: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> How does he know you weren't giving out like a whole handful to every kid, not just rationing Listen, it? It was a lot. <laughs> we were like, okay, noted. <laughs> so anyway, we love trick-or-treating. <laughs> do you ever do either your kids coordinate something or as a whole family you've dressed up? Um,
1: mm, Andrew and I have coordinated. We've never gotten all four people on board.
0: Okay. Actually, I take that back. Yes, we did. Yes, we did.
1: We did it one time. Oh, my God. We were – I was a lifeguard. Andrew was a Bob Marley kind of guy. Um, yeah. the My daughter was a n- mermaid. And okay. my son was a shark. So we did it once. And I made, okay. I made all the costumes. Just, oh, Ooh, that out. There. So domestic.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> That's real domestic. We did too. We, my kids have done like little group costumes many years. But four years ago, I think, we decided to go all out. Because I was seeing like the end of the years of my kids wanting to dress up. So I'm like, if y'all still want to dress up, the sky's the limit. And we got like wigs, everything to do Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) And it was sad because my husband was going to be Ryan was going to be Uncle Rico. And it was the weekend that his granddad's funeral was. And so like we had done all the funeral stuff. And then the kids and I ended up going on to trick or treat with another my side of the family. Um, So Ryan wasn't with us, but I was Deb thomas was pedro kate was napoleon and may was kip oh and it God, was it was cute. the ultimate I'll, I'll share a picture on instagram this week but we've done that and then again i keep saying every year it's gonna be the last year my kids are not going to want to dress up but my girls at 13 and 14 are dressing up like mario and luigi and we've oh, already ordered suspenders that's adorable. Pups, hats. yeah so it's fun Usually so.
1: be like princess told and like you could just you could yeah. Sneak in on that. <laughs> uh, I can't. Can. Oh, yeah, that's cool. No, my kitten, nah, they're they're past like Reese and Hannah would never be on the same page. <laughs> so. Yeah. Pumpkins, jack o' lanterns, do you carve them or do you paint them?
0: We I don't carve them. I hate that I hate the like gnats and the uh from it. So when they were little, we started painting them. And then one year, a couple years, we would use Mr. Potato Head pieces and like stick those in (laughs) our pumpkins and do Mr. Mr. Potato Head. Um, But I will say just this weekend, um, some neighbors invited all three of my kids over and they carved pumpkins with them. And I'm like, great. You know, I've heard you say the advice of like, find another mom that does the things you don't like to do. So Patricia, if you hear this, thank you for having my kids over to do that thing that I hate. That's awesome. (laughs) What about you? Yeah, no,
1: kind of the same. We carve, actually, I have a weird, I like it. I enjoy doing it because I'm not bad at it. Like it's a thing that I'm like oddly Mm -hmm. talented at. And I mean, mean, I'm not going to claim like a lot of talent, but you
0: know, it's, I'm happy. It's not, it's not terrible. So, um. So my question is, is how far out do you do it? Because I feel like it's something that you almost need to do. If you're truly going to light it up on Halloween night for trick-or-treaters, like maybe 24 hours, 48 hours ahead, or do you carve it way early I, and then it like, the face implodes on itself and it's rotted with bugs?
1: You know the answer to this question. I do it at like four. I don't. I do it at four o'clock on Halloween afternoon. Okay. <laughs> okay like it is like a mad dash but it's one of those like i have to get it done and you know i try to pretend like the kids are going to help it's not like a kid help thing they get they
0: well do you freeze do you freestyle something of your own like born of your own creativity or do you have like a template or a youtube video or like a year-to-year thing that you're trying to it's always a classic to do like jagged smiley grinny I mean,
1: it's, okay. it's two triangles and like a little mouth, right? Or uh, okay. I will say, like because Clemson has been doing so well, mm-hmm. for so many years, we always have a tiger paw. Um, okay, we call it a tiger paw, Jack Leonard. So yeah, we usually do it like the day of. I'm, I wish I could okay. do it earlier, and then we throw it away. It's fine. <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, here's the real, if you're talking about sewing costumes, here's a real domestic question. Do you save the innards of the pumpkin and roast pumpkin seeds or do you buy pumpkin pie pumpkins and make pumpkin pies? Mm -mm. That's a bridge too far. I'm sorry. I don't do it. (laughs) I know people that do and they
1: sound lovely and amazing and I know it's not hard, but no, I don't do that. Yeah. Mm -mm.
0: Yeah. Okay, good. I, I was going to feel kind of way if you did that
1: because it's a lot. <laughs> no, but, but to your point though, I did have, and I still do. She's here. I wonder, her kids have gotten older though, so I'm not sure if she's she's doing as much, but um, my like deployment friend, you know, the parent that I like clung to when Andrew, when yeah. the kids were little, she would do that. She'd invite us over, which is bring our own pumpkin and she would kind of orchestrate mm-hmm. that whole situation. Um. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> She was that's cool. She would do the, the pumpkin seeds and, and all that good stuff. But yeah, fun. All right. What else? Um Do you prefer oh here's one. Um haunted house or hayride.
0: Hayride. I hate being scared. And I I would even say I wouldn't even do a corn maze. I don't like things that I don't know the outcome oh, okay. of. And yeah, I don't if I feel any kind of like trapped, forget it. So hayride, maybe. Maybe hey read. I,
1: I used to love haunted houses. Like I would go pay to the, go to the good one. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. freaking loved that in middle school, high school, not middle school, probably high school and college went all yeah. the time. Um, I can't remember the last time I've been to a proper haunted house. The funniest one that we went to though, was I was on a soccer tournament in high school and it was the girls team and the boys team. And we all kind of went,
0: we went. I see where you're going with this already. <laughs>
1: It was, it was actually hilarious. So we go to this haunted house in Myrtle beach. So it was like a proper like house, you know, that you walk through and they had it set up and I think it ran year round. Um, and mm-hmm. there was this hallway where they try to funnel you through this little skinny hallway. So you're single file, um, you know, people jumping out, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. they had people grabbing at your ankles, which was a terrible idea <laughs> because we uh, yeah. all started like kicking. <laughs> the walls and i am pretty sure someone broke a finger um because well yeah (laughs) so no
0: that was that was fun i remember i don't think i went to it but i remember in college or something there was one of you know roommates or friends or shorty girls or something wanted to go to and they were like yeah it's got a chainsaw and i'm like Mm -mm. uh heck no and they're like the blades out of it i'm like what? Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. Like, no, my six was showing through real strong, even in my younger days. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like, who, are that's these, a no. who are these people? How are they
1: regulated? Do we know that they're not actually mass murderers? We don't know mm-hmm. these things, so yeah, yeah, not anymore. I used to be a haunted house, but I will say now I am solidly in the hayride camp.
0: <laughs> yeah, when was the last time you did a hayride? Though are people still doing it? When my kids
1: were in preschool, you know, we take the yeah field field trips to the pumpkin patch, and that's what's so sad. Like I, I have to. It was a thing that happened every year, and now it has to happen because I make it happen. So I have to remember to make that. Happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, when you said the boys and the girls soccer team, I was thinking you were going to be leading with like a romantic thing. Because I kind of remember that being the thing with like high school or like, are you going to sit beside on the hayride? And like, are you going to hold hands? And like, you know, the whole little romance part of it. That was for sure part of it. Mm -hmm. And it ended up being who am I
1: jumping on the back of because I'm so scared. (laughs) Or like clinging to. But, um, oh my God, speaking of, have you seen the – it's a viral thing that goes around almost every year of this um haunted house where they take a photo, like they flash
0: a light. Yes. The photo and you,
1: <laughs> the people <laughs> or like the dudes are getting scared and pushing the women out of the way. Like
0: Yes. That is so funny. I have That's seen always that. Always good for like cry laugh. That's so good. Yes.
1: All right. The last one I have, and then you can throw any more in here if you want. Um, I've got the, the common sort of discussion, we and it's funny, we always land on the same decision, but um, we always have to have this, like, who's going to walk the kids around? Do you stay and hand out candy or do you walk the neighborhood? Um, like which parent does that? And then second point, like how do you decide how to do that, what the priority is if you're the only parent available?
0: Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So. Well, that's a, a long one for me because it just depends. Pre-Army, when we were getting together with extended family, it seemed that like one or two of like my mom or my aunts, like they didn't care anything about walking around. So they would mm-hmm. stay and hand out candy. Ryan and I both, I mean, it was a whole thing. We had our kids in the wagon mm-hmm. and I mean, we were p- p- packing for the night, taking a thermos of coffee. So we've done that. But then I've also been in situations where um, I was the only one at home. And uh, I remember one year we just left a bowl of candy on the porch oh, and a sign because yeah. somebody had to go with my kids. Like truly, I wasn't going to just, they were too young to go out just on their own. Um, but I honestly, you know, I kind of enjoy handing out the candy. I enjoy seeing all the little kids from the neighborhood and their costumes and I'm such a like a stickler. I'm like, haven't you already been by here once tonight? <laughs> yeah, and, You know how old how old are you? And you know, are you like, which is gonna be my kids this year, right? People are gonna be like, honey, are you an adult? Are you <laughs> almost fifteen? Luigi, <Like>, Mario, <laughs> what are y'all doing? Okay. But um, so now we have, yeah, to yeah I like handing it out. Now
1: we have to talk rules. Like, <laughs> I need to know all of the okay. rules. So we, I, I'm with you. I like to hand out. Um So chaos is overwhelming for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can handle it, but you know, the, the kids walking and running every which way and not right. really having eyes on them. Andrew's way better suited to handle that than I am. So right. They go with him. Um, plus he gets to there. There's always a neighbor handing out beer, right? Like that's, it's, there's like an adult trick or treat on our street where you can like, okay <laughs> they hand out beverages, which is super fun. Um, we, I hand out the candy. I'm curious. Do you make the kids say trick or treat? Um, what's your like protocol when they come up to you?
0: I don't make them say that, but usually they will say it. Um, I have in the past, probably since we got in the army and we've like handed out at our own house, I do try to go all out and get like really good candy. Like Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to be known as the neighbor that gives like the peanut butter chews in the orange and black paper or raisins or a gospel tract. Like I'm giving you a full size candy bar or you're getting the good Albanese gummy bears. Like you're getting good stuff at my house.
1: <laughs> That's funny. I we always end up with like the tissue rolls at the bottom and nobody wants them. I'm like, oh. I, I had a couple yeah. kids, no thank
0: like no thanks. One year. <laughs> what? Oh no, they did <laughs> It's like, well, so I learned that look. Yeah. Um, but this, and this won't surprise anybody because of my controlling nature, but I don't, and this was even pre COVID. I don't let you dip your hand in no, and get what you want. Neither. I, I hand you like the assortment or you get these five pieces or this, you know, I do that, but really the main rule that I have, and this isn't really a rule, but when my kids were younger and homeschooling, couldn't let that opportunity pass i would always graph give them a graph and they would graph out their halloween candy so for those of you listening who may be having homeschool kids there's tons of printables and like they'll order all their candy, like all the Skittles in one pile and all the Tootsie Rolls and all the lollipops. And then they would do like a little bar graph and a little chart. So I would make them do that. But the main thing is, is I have a kid with a peanut allergy. So I end up with all the Reese's, all the Snickers and all the, any like peanut butter stuff. And it's amazing. I hate it for you, Thomas. Hate that you have to have an EpiPen, but I am happy to receive all your Halloween candy that you can't have. Oh,
1: it's like the best stuff. Yeah, that's great. So we end up usually doing like a candy swap. So I've gotten real lax oh, cool. Family. So mm-hmm. we let all the kids kind of come back and, and home base at someone's house. It Sometimes it's mine. Sometimes yeah, it's not. But um, And everybody just dumps all their candy out. And then it's, oh, I hate these. Can y'all want to trade? And somebody inevitably yeah. the thing that they don't like. So they do a big swap. And I used to look at the packaging and make sure they weren't getting razor blades and all that craziness. But mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever. I. <laughs> Luckily, we don't have allergies to contend with, so I don't have to be as as cognizant. And the rule is, so we do um, gorge, eat as much as you want on Halloween, and then it's gone. Like we do candy witch or sweet and we get rid of the candy the next day because I cannot have it linger. Like we go, there's no, you can have as much as you want like that day. It's fine. Like make yourself sick, learn your lessons. But the next day they get a, they get a, I should probably say this more quietly. They get a they get a candy witch <laughs> so I'm out where um it's kind of like tooth fairy or like a the elf or something okay. like where they get a toy in, in exchange for turning in their candy or donating their candy mm. to kids it or I don't know, whatever. And one year, oh, so sweet. The year that we lived in Alexandria when we ran out of candy, Hannah wanted, we were like, we should go inside. So we're not being accosted by like angry parents. Um, right. <laughs> and she wanted to keep the, keep trick or treat going. So she was like, mommy, I've had as much candy as I want. Can I donate my candy to our our bowl so we can keep handing it out to other yeah. kids. Um, but she was like, do you think the Candy Witch will still come though? I was like, I promise you.
0: <laughs> she the Candy Witch will really be getting you two, two gifts this year <laughs> I, for your generosity. So like, go I'm, ahead. I'm going <laughs> to write you a note, baby, that you can leave for
1: her. <laughs> Let her know that you were generous. But anyway, so yeah, we like
0: that's a good idea because my kids the last I when they were little, we had these cute little bags that I had monogrammed and they were so small and we didn't even just go out for very long. So they didn't end up with much. But in their late elementary, tween, even teen years, my kids take out pillowcases and they will go load up. And so, yeah, we have a lot of candy in the house. And in the past, I've been able to like, let me take this to my class the next day at school, or let me run this to children's churches, some little treats for everybody Mm -hmm. when when it's my week to teach. But I don't really feel like we have a recipient for that. So we are going to have to do something. One thing I have done, I will tell you is I have made cookie bars. I think Shauna Nyquist shared this, Um, take up a bunch of like candy bars, like Snickers and Milky Way and stuff. And like cut them up with a knife and use that as a topping on like homemade cookie bars and start like save them for things like that, that you're going to bake to take to Thanksgiving or, you know, things that will happen over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to keep a bag of maybe a few things in the freezer, but it kind of all sorts out. Cause Ryan has his favorites. He pulls from the kids stuff. Mm. They have a bunch that they don't like. I eat some of it. It's, we in- indulge way too much still, but I was th- in that regard, I was thinking this year, I haven't ordered or, you know, got together what I'm going to give out. Even though we'll be at my mom's, I still like to contribute. I think I'm going to order a non-candy thing this year. And you know what I'm going to get? I think I'm going to go to like Oriental Trading Company and do Mm -hmm. vampire teeth for everybody. Those little like white. Vampire teeth? yeah. Because I do know there are a lot of kids, and Jessica Hall, if you're listening, I saw your Instagram recently with your turquoise pumpkin, you know, the whole thing yeah. with like allergy kids that can't have. So I thought that might be good because I do know there are a lot of kids impacted by allergies. And that's just one less like candy thing that might be fun for To mix
1: kids. it in. I actually really love like yeah. cold fish and like snack mm-hmm too instead. So yeah, like, that's good. And I usually do try to keep like a itty bitty, like little littles that they can eat. You know what I mean? Like they right. kind of, like suckers and stuff or whatever. I don't even know anymore. But um, I keep a, a secret stash when they toddle up. And I, yeah. I do make them walk up the stairs. I mean, clearly, if, I there's, know. if there's a baby that can't or won't, I'll come down, cl- obviously. But um,
0: I'm like, you got to come <laughs> close to me. Like, I got to see what you got on. So <laughs> I know. So I think last year I gave out full size fun dips and those were a big hit pure yeah, sugar a just
1: pure sugar <laughs> that's the good one yeah we all have like candy hangovers the next day like the kids are zonked they won't even move like <laughs> done it's all fun though it's so fun
0: it is it is and i just feel like you know it's Especially this year, and we're not saying the P words, but <laughs> I do think we we need it this year. Like I need, we need it worse than ever. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Just something fun and light and like to feel normal. And I know different places are probably normal is going to look different, you know, depending on where you live. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Halloween this year. I'm actually thinking about a candy shoot this year.
1: <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those? It's like PVC pipe and you just chuck the candy in it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that's what we're going to yep. do. Well, are they are they put out guidelines here on post. They are letting people trick-or-treat on Halloween night, but they've got a lot of rules mm-hmm. like hand sanitizer, groups of no more than six. Um, you've got to be your porch lights gotta be on, you've got to be outside like an adult handing it out, you have to put it in the bucket, kids can't reach in a bucket. Like there's a lot of little extra Rules, but I for one am okay to abide by those if it means we're getting to have the holiday and that's not being taken away. Oh, so, yeah, think it'll be good. Hopefully, people will be smart. Be smart, keep your distance.
1: <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that's our this or that. We'd love to hear what you think. Um, we'll put it up on Instagram. So, follow us over there at Millspo Gurus and uh, be on the lookout for some fun stories in the coming week. And we hope you guys are enjoying uh, not hearing P words. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on advice, not given for resources and links to all the things mentioned in today's episode, head over to our website at milspogurus.com. That's M I L S P O G U R U S. If you enjoyed this episode, please help others find us by adding your thoughts to an iTunes review and subscribing. So you never miss a show. If you're interested in being a next level supporter of our endeavors, check out our Patreon page, You can pledge as little as a dollar per episode to help us out with expenses. Think of it as eavesdropping on our coffee date, but then sending over a latte. It's a thing. Also, be sure to find us on Instagram and Facebook at Gurus, where we keep the conversation going and where you can share your advice not given.